something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. This is episode 65, and I'm your host, Cat Wonders. And I'm out of breath. (laughs) I said that in one long, big breath. It is so hot here that I'm sweating to death. Luckily, I have a little vent in my shirt. See this? This is a little sweat vent. (laughs) This is a new Sugar Thrills top. I got a bunch of brand new Sugar Thrills that I have yet to film an unboxing for, uh, but I kind of dug in a little early to find something to wear. I've also got these really cute diamond um, mushroom earrings. Are they real diamonds? Of course not. (laughs) This is costume jewelry. It's funny because the new Sugar Thrills uh, theme, so Sugar Thrills is a brand that I buy that I have a massive collection of. And then of course, four times, five, six times a year, they come up with a new collection and then I buy it. And then I wind up accumulating all this stuff. And it's great, but I'm running out of room. And I'm really thankful that I have the ability to collect this stuff and buy gorgeous, fun things like this. Um, But still, it's getting to be out of control. Anyway, besides that, (laughs) the latest uh, Sugar Thrills collection is kind of like carnival themed so there's lots of like clowns there's lots of different random colors and bows and this top is adorable and i love it i actually have a similar like dress this is two pieces i have a dress similar to this but it's by widow which is another brand that dolls kill hosts so if you're looking for sugar thrills go to dolls kill (laughs) dollskill.com and you can find it all there they also host like i said many other brands but i believe that um most of the brands that they host are i shouldn't say most a lot of them are their own like dolls kill brands that you can't find anywhere else like sugar thrills um widow club x is another favorite i recently got some insane stuff but in lieu of Halloween. So I've got a lot of fun Halloween costumes, but I've also got um, like some really interesting pieces that I'm going to make into like themed outfits for the Halloween high tier because (laughs) some of the stuff is so wild and crazy. And I'm talking like full on dramatic kind of theatrical pieces that I just... I need to put them in my high tier. So it's going to be interesting. And you know what else I did, which is so stupid. So my Halloween high tier uh, happens from October 5th to the 31st. Uh, It's 25 different costumes. So 25 Halloween costumes that I kind of stripped down to basically nothing, (laughs) almost nothing um, in every video. So say I'm a football player and I start out in my costume and I get into character slowly I start removing pieces revealing the magic underneath um but this year (laughs) I doubled up on like three costumes where I have for example I'll just give one away um one double up away my I've got a um (laughs) I've got a cheerleader costume but I actually have two but they're complete opposites 
So one is more light and fun. The other is dark and um, scary. So it's kind of, it works. And, but there's a couple other costumes where I'm like, hmm, I've got a couple of these. So I'm still debating whether I need to order more costumes to kind of switch it up a bit, but it's, they're all incredible and they're all gonna be so much fun. And yeah, I've got some fun plans for this Halloween high tier. I know October is still a ways away, but it's gonna be fun and great and awesome and everything in between and scary. And I'm just, it's been so hot this summer that I'm ready for fall. <laughs> I love summer and I'm gonna go to the pool after this. I like, I've been going in every day and that is all wonderful and great, but it's hot as hell. So it gets me kind of in the mood for some cooler weather, fewer bugs, that kind of thing. Another thing that gets me into the fall spirit is fall scented candles. And Bath and Body Works just had a two for one and I ordered a ton of fall scented candles that came in the mail. And when I opened the box, it was like, fall, I can't wait. I mean, I love summer and I love the other seasons, but fall, it just kind of is cozy season where it's still beautiful in the day. Days are still long, colder at night. So you're a bit more cozy in your bed and it starts to smell great. The leaves start turning. Um, like I said, fewer bugs, it's just more tolerable. And then you can start pulling some of your warmer weather clothing out of your closet that you could not wait to wear. Uh, maybe some new stuff. For me, I've got boxes of new fall clothes <laughs> that I still have to make try on videos for. Um, anyway, also, oh, I guess my pen exploded that I didn't realize. Um, my pinky nail is hanging on for dear life. Uh, it definitely, okay, so what happened was I over, I've talked about this in the last podcast, over a series of three injuries, I finally ripped my entire pinky nail off. It used to look like this and now it looks like this. <laughs> what happened was it basically ripped completely back and touched the back of my face, like it ripped off. However, I was hesitant to go to the doctor because I was reading up on it and if you lose a fingernail like if you rip it off you have to go to the doctor because it has to come off but I wasn't ready to give up my nail <laughs> so what I did was I disinfected it as best I could just nursed it soaked it in salt water I did a lot of different things because it wasn't completely off like it was still attached at the very back and I was worried that if I went to the doctor they would rip the whole nail out like pull it and you know your nail it goes back like to back here it's not just doesn't just end there so i thought if they pull it off and damage the cuticle not only will my nail take 10 times longer to grow back it might also get damaged and never grow back the same so that i'm going to push it as far as i can myself to make sure to try to save my nail so after about a week and a half, it's dried out and I can now, um, every couple of days, just glue it down with some nail glue, like some non-toxic nail glue. Um, and it's good because it works its way loose a little bit so the nail can continue to grow because it has grown since the situation because I <laughs> filed it down and I could feel that it's grown out of it. So I'm like, it's not totally dead. Like I didn't know what was going to happen. Would my body just completely reject the nail and it would get infected? No. What's happened is it's healed and now 
there's just a really thick, hard Band-Aid on it. <laughs> That's going to grow out. So this is not the prettiest thing. But look, I got nine more beautiful nails. So I got to be thankful for the nine that I have left. But this will one day <laughs> be able to get fixed. Let's get into concoctails. So I made a special trip into town to pick up some ingredients because I had absolutely nothing in the house because it's summertime. And when you entertain, all your booze disappears. You don't even realize it, but it's gone. So I ran to 7-Eleven, where else, to find some mix. And recently I've been into drinking kombucha because of the health benefits. What is kombucha? It's fermented something or other. I don't really know, but it tastes pretty good. Um, it is kombucha, does it say here? Sparkling, live cultured, delicately brewed for 30 days, raw, vegan, unpasteurized, best served chilled. So basically it's just fermented and the benefits are supposed to be good for you. So uh, <laughs> I actually know somebody who's allergic to kombucha and found out the hard way by drinking a whole thing of it and then having more so just like major gut problems. It wasn't like a full on allergic reaction, um, like anaphylactic or anything. It was just terrible gut pains. And, and then we realized it was the kombucha. This flavor is no sugar added. It's still five carbs. So there's still, um, it's erythritol though. So I don't think it counts. It still counts as carbohydrates, but, and then it is ginger lemon flavored, which I was like, yes, ginger. Ginger just gets me. I love like a good, super strong ginger beer where it freaking burns. Like even when you burp, it burns. <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> um, and then I picked up some Blackberry Bombay. And I figured the Blackberry Lemon Ginger would be a nice combination. So what we're gonna do is mix this shit together and make a cocktail and come up with a name if I can think of something. Um, now, I know that this is a daiquiri glass, uh, but guess what? We're gonna use it because I think it looks fancy. <laughs> I've also got a couple little accessories, a little palm leaf or some type of leaf and handy dandy little flamingo. Very tropical. And I love it. So first, I these are both chilled. This one, it could be a little colder. This is chilled. So I didn't bring any ice, but that's okay. We don't need ice. We just need ingredients. So I believe that the bottom portion of this glass is about one shot, correct? Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. Then this kombucha, I actually, the other day I had a kombucha that was not sparkling. And I was like, what the frick is this? Do you know when you expect carbonation from a can and it's not, and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> but half the fun of drinking from a can is bubbles, if you ask me. I'm gonna try this before mixing it. So this is the ginger lemon. Ew. <laughs> this tastes like Holy crap. It tastes like, is it? It can't be bad. It tastes exactly like apple cider vinegar with sparkling water mixed in. And a bit of ginger. 
whatever. It's called Remedy. It must be good for you. <laughs> um, this Blackberry Bombay gin, it definitely has some sugar, but not lots. Oh my God, you guys. This is gonna taste healthier than I thought. <laughs> Gotta love it. At least there's some benefit there. All right. These little guys are my accessory. Should have like a lemon or something on the side, but. Definitely not, not as good as I was hoping. Let me taste one more time. <laughs> eh, I'm not gonna recommend this combination. <laughs> I just don't love it. I think that maybe some of you might. It's giving me like rancid wine vibes, like if a wine is corked. It's also, like I said, giving me some vinegar. And um, the gin is coming through quite strong, but not in a really good way. So we're gonna call this Rotten Kitty. <laughs> this is a Rotten Kitty cocktail. I will not put the recipe in the description because it's basically kombucha and blackberry gin. Uh, but I think Rotten Kitty is the right word because you can take that wherever you want. <laughs> Your sick minds. Oh my goodness. Okay, so one thing too that if you didn't know this about me, um, I can pretty much eat or drink anything. I'll try anything. I can pretend to enjoy something if I'm at a dinner party or I'm at somebody's house and they've created something. Um, I can really put it on. Like I, not, not over the top, but I can finish it. I've got a stomach for it. So this is not really bothersome to me because like I said, it is kind of healthy. It's a little, it's a healthier version of a cocktail maybe than, you know, some of the others, but still. Anyway, I should let you know that today is day eight of my microdosing adventure. Um, I have been microdosing mushrooms for the last eight days. Um, the first seven days, uh, I did uh, one tenth of a gram. So a microdose is like, a dose that's small enough that you're not going to feel any real psychedelic effects. Um, and first of all, disclaimer, I'm not recommending anybody do anything that they are not comfortable with. Um, of course, these are not something you could find over the counter. Uh, so you guys make your own decisions and do your own research, blah, blah, blah. But um, for me, I wasn't really sure what to expect. So anyway, the first seven days were one tenth of a gram. Uh, now this next week is 1.5 or sorry, how do I put that? So one and a half, one tenth of a gram, 1.5 tenths of a gram. <laughs> anyway, it's, I went from one to 1.5. Um, so today's the first day of being on like a bit of a higher dose. Uh, n I've not felt anything very specific besides um, I wasn't sure what to expect. So I was like, okay, it's supposed to be, it's known for, and not like none of this is done in like science research novels, <laughs> but it's really hard to find information online because it's not a proven 
thing. And, you know, like Google's really cautious about putting um, information out there that's not backed up by science, blah, blah, blah. So um, I was doing some research and trying to figure out like what to expect, uh, which you can you can't really find. It's a lot of stuff like, oh, there's claims that this, this, this. But the claims are basically that it's supposed to be mood boosting, um, really help with anxiety, which I don't really suffer from that mo- that often I do get it sometimes like in just s- real life situations or whatever but um also just really great for like a lot of different things but more so to do with your mental health and like your struggles if you're if you're having any struggles so I, I I've read articles about people that could go off their antidepressants because they were you know m- mushrooms really help them out and I'm sure a lot of you will uh know where I'm coming from if you've never heard of microdosing or like microdosing anything sometimes you read about microdosing not just um psilocybin like mushrooms but uh microdosing LSD that's a whole other thing too uh but anyway so for me I just want to go on this little journey and see and the reason why uh, I wanted to try it was because I was I've been taking lion's mane mushrooms which are very good for your brain and neurons and all sorts of things so I thought well I've been hearing all these good things about microdosing and I know a lot of people that do it like personally and uh, one person was like it saved my life like microdosing saved my life and I was like what if I'm in a perpetual state of like you're so used to being a certain way you don't realize that maybe you do have anxiety and that feeling you're feeling when you're about to film a podcast or film a trial video is can be resolved where you're not really feeling that way. I don't know. <laughs> I just have never considered myself somebody who has anxiety or depression or anything like that. But if you're if you've never known any different, how do you actually know? So I thought, well, I'm just gonna give it a shot and see what happens because I'm happy go lucky anyway. It's not gonna hurt anything. And uh, so the first like five days, I was kind of like, okay. Like, I definitely noticed a bit of a mood boost where when it came time to, like, figure out what to make for dinner, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I got a lot more creative about getting my hands dirty and trying something different with food. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Because normally I'd be like, I don't want to make such a mess. Like, you're thinking about cleanup or whatever. I didn't care. (laughs) It's just cutting shit up grabbing spices. I mean, my kitchen became a total disaster, but I cleaned it up. So it was fine. It worked out okay. But I saw this one TikTok where a guy was like talking about how do you know what magic mushrooms are doing for you, like uh, microdosing. And uh, the way he explained it was there will be a time throughout the day that you notice the smell of something that you wouldn't normally notice. You notice the vividness of certain colors or the beauty, a scene or something like that you wouldn't normally stop and pause and think. And uh, that was definitely happening to me. Very specifically, I walked into my master bathroom and it was either the detergent that the towels were washing or something was different. And I it smelled so good. I literally felt like I was walking into like a Venetian bathroom in France. And I was like, it just made me feel a certain way. Another, and so I was like, oh, okay, that is definitely happening. But one other thing that I can say about my experience so far, it's super early. Like I said, this is just day eight, is the feeling that you used to get when you were a kid, when you were excited about something that was going to happen later. Like, oh, 
Like I used to go to the wave pool with my dad in the city. We'd ha we'd go to Easy Street, <laughs> we'd go to the wave pool. But my dad, I'd be visiting and he would have, um, you know, plans. And it's similar to like the anticipation of, oh, later we're going to do this or, or even just going to a place for dinner when you're a kid. You're just looking forward to the rest of your day. That feeling of like butterflies or whatever you want to call it, like thinking about later on in the evening. I don't know. It's it's just, it, I, it triggers this childlike giddiness of like, oh yeah, like even going for a quad ride around my property, just the, the anticipation of that where as before, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel that same feeling. So there's that. It hasn't really changed anything with sleep for me. Like it doesn't make me sleep better or worse or anything like that. So that's good. Um, I don't really notice any side effects. The only thing I notice now with upping the dosage a little bit is um, I feel a little like I need to have some food with this because it was a little otherwise. And it was like for 30 seconds. So <laughs> um, I know it takes like it takes time to build up some tolerance to it. But anyway, I am really enjoying the ride. I am excited. Also productivity. I have reorganized shit. Like I got these little organization cubes from um, Facebook, you know, Facebook ads. And you're like, wow, I could really use that. <laughs> and it shows up and it's just garbage. Uh, I got these cubes. So I got three different sizes. So you can organize your socks and your underwear. And my, my sock and underwear drawer is a disaster because my undies are this big. So I have like a hundred pairs in there. They're all tangled up, socks on one side and then like uh, bras and stuff on the other. So I was like, I really could use this. So yesterday I got my mail quite late, but I literally spent till 11 o'clock at night just organizing my underwear drawer. That's how bad it was. That's how long it took. Oh, anyway, um, yeah, I've just been tackling things that I never really would have before. Like I would never prioritize. So anyway, um, it's been excellent so far. Uh, and of course I'm not a medical professional and I don't have, um, evidence of this and blah, blah, blah. I really have to <laughs> be careful on YouTube what I talk about. Um, but anyway, I, uh, just wanted to share that with you. Maybe you notice a difference in me too. I don't know. Rotten kitty. This would be a good, I should reinvent this drink for October. So um, October, to be honest, is super fun for me to plan for. Uh, last October, I was doing my podcast and I had costumes planned and different f fun, creepy cocktails. I can't wait to come up with some more stuff for this October. Okay, another thing that I bought on Facebook what is a self-inflating lounger. Now... I paid 99 bucks for this thing. And I don't know what I was expecting. I basically thought, okay, a self-inflating lounger. Okay, it's like a it's like a bed with like a bit of a slope on one side so you can kind of hang out and read your book by the pool. I thought if this is actually legit cuz like the videos were very convincing, the reviews were very convincing. And so anyway, it just arrived today. Golly gosh, gee. It is the coolest freaking thing ever. So imagine just getting to your destination and you push a button and it inflates itself very quickly, I might add, and you're ready to go. You can chill out, like go for a hike, have a nap. You can put it on the water, take off in the middle of the lake. Hopefully it doesn't deflate. Um, but 
it's so, so cool. The one that I got is like a dark navy blue. Um, I did get a darker color just so it would be a bit warmer, but <laughs> um, it's super cool and I'm super happy with it. And it was definitely worth the 99 bucks. And I, if I'm remembering correctly, it could even been like 69 bucks, but I don't remember. Um, I will link the inflatable self-inflating lounger in the description box. I'm not sponsored, but I should be <laughs> um, because I definitely uh, think that it's it's worth the money. Uh, another thing, <laughs> uh, I haven't been watching many movies lately. I've kind of getting like I I watch a lot of um, like artistic glass blowing cake making uh, series on Netflix, but I watched a movie the other night called Nocturnal Animals. If the intro doesn't scare you away, you gotta watch the movie. I typically do not, I'm not gonna give any spoilers here. I typically don't watch a lot of like tragedy, horrible things happening type movies, uh, unless it's a real good horror film and then I can kind of like prepare myself for it. But this one is very, very strange, very psychological, um, really great cast like there are like trigger warning here there are some horrific things that happen in the movie but the way that it's done in the relief that's offered throughout the movie is spectacular also there is one jump scare in the film and when it happens you can be relieved because you'll there's no more after that <laughs> um especially when you're watching films like scary films by yourself and you're like yeah that makes me not want to go to sleep <laughs> till next week. <laughs> um, but it's not, it's it's definitely well done and uh, highly recommend. But like I said, the beginning is unlike any, like the intro to that film is unlike anything I've ever seen and did not even know was something that was allowed. <laughs> so that's that. Also, um, I went on some boating adventures. Nothing uh, catastrophic happened this time. Basically just boating, having a good time and um, found a beautiful island. I just hung out on it, <laughs> had a nap, did some swimming, lots of swimming and uh, it was glorious. It was the best. Okay, this is interesting. So I, I've thought about doing this like a few times in the past and I've had a couple different emails from people reaching out offering the service but to essentially take my existing content translate it into another language and post them on a new channel so I have a lot of Spanish subscribers uh, and I know a lot of them understand English or just they'll put the translation um, over my videos to understand what I'm saying. But what if I were to create a Spanish Cat Wonders channel where all of my content gets uploaded, translated, you know, maybe my most recent 100 videos or something like that. Um, because then, because rather than having subtitles have a voice dubbed over mine where you don't necessarily have to be watching the screen you can be brushing your teeth and washing your face and have me playing in the background um, of course it won't be me translating into spanish because i don't speak spanish and i would not want to do an injustice to the language so <laughs> maybe be somebody who sounds like me um and then i'm like what am i going to name the channel like just 
Cat wonders Spanish. <laughs> I don't know. Um, also, I get a lot of Germans that follow me, so maybe in German. But I know uh, younger generation Germans, anyway, uh, most of them speak English. Isn't, I, I'm not speaking for everyone, but I'm just saying. Um, but even though you speak a certain language, it's still nice to have have the option to hear it in your native language. Less, less you know, strain on the brain, <laughs> less brain strain. <laughs> um, and then, then there's other, you know, opportunities for like in China or Korea or it's endless really. Um, I mean, it's, it is, it does end because there's certain languages you just don't want to bother with. But, uh, so I'm thinking about pulling the trigger on a couple different languages. Um, it's not cheap to do, but, uh, I think the more global you can be, the better. And why not? Right? Just go for it. And that way you're not excluding anyone. So that's kind of like a plan for the future. But I need a name for my Spanish channel, my German channel. So because of the accumulation of my sugar thrills and outrageous clothing, I was laying awake last night I typically wake up around witching hour, like 3.30. I know it's probably because spirits are trying to get my attention and they wake me up. <laughs> but anyway, I lay there and, oh yeah, one other quick note. One thing I noticed too is when I do wake up at night, I don't, like since microdosing, I don't have horrific anxious thoughts and like I don't imagine terrible things. I don't know. I just, my, my anxiety is super high at night when I'm waking up and I'm thinking about like different things and I'm in my own, a, since microdosing, that has not really been happening. I'm, if it starts going in that direction, I'm able to deflect and start like going this direction, like in a happier direction. And the other night or last night I was laying, laying in bed and thinking about, um, all of these really rad, cute, awesome outfits that I have that are just sitting around that I wear once or twice, sometimes not twice, um, you know, for Patreon or OnlyFans or whatever. They're just sitting around. And I could make some really funky, full, fun outfits that uh, there's kind of an opportunity to create some new content where I would love to do um, kind of a what did I call it? Oh, outrageous outfit series, but not like videos, not try on videos that I would post on YouTube, but in shorts. So shorts, reels, TikTok videos, kind of 15 second clips of me pulling different items from my closet or racks <laughs> and then uh, putting an outfit together and just kind of doing that, you know, a few days a week where I'm kind of like, putting some of these outfits to use uh, because like I said, I've got so many and they're so good. And it's like re it's breathing new life into my wardrobe where I can now plan like, okay, well I'll wear this for this. And then I'll also be able to create a wicked like TikTok trying these on. But I wanna do something a little bit different where I'm not just like snapping my fingers and I'm wearing the outfit. I wanna try to do something a little different. But I think that's the simplicity of that as well is is awesome. But I also want to involve the process of pulling the items as well. So I'm not just like showing up in an outfit. I'm like, okay, this, I think this would go good with that. And then I have the whole outfit and then you see what it looks like on. Um, because I'm telling you, man, 
I've got 3,849 days worth of brand new outfits at this point. I just made that up, but it's probably pretty close. So also, um, one of my favorite YouTubers, Stephanie, she uh, owns Chateau de la Lande and the, um, the, her channel is called The Chateau Diaries. I've been following her for quite some time now, a couple years, and she's made such incredible progress on her channel and with her Patreon and every penny she makes on Patreon, she puts back into the chateau, refinishing it and kind of restoring it back to its original glory. And just the characters, I shouldn't say the characters, the, the people she has on her channel regularly that are volunteers or live in the area. I'm in love with every single one of them. And it's so inspiring because she is such a light. And I'll link, I'll link her too, because if you like me, you might like her too. <laughs> My chicken scratch when I'm quickly making notes down here is really embarrassing. <laughs> so then I look back and like, what the frick is that? Um, anyway, so the beauty of this whole situation with her channel and her chateau and is that you can go and stay there and very likely when you're staying there you will see all these people that are volunteering and like the characters that you know from the youtube channel and stephanie herself um it is a dream of mine to travel to france to the chateau de lalande i know that they're more central france like kind of in the middle of nowhere <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Like, she's probably pretty close to a few major cities, but it wouldn't be as e easy as flying from Canada to, you know, what's the main capital of France? Bordeaux? What's the city in France? Uh, Paris. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but anyway, you fly there, but then you really have to, like, plan your trip to get to the actual chateau because it's not, like, right outside of Paris or outside of, you know, these other major cities. So... Anyway, uh, but I'd love to go there and volunteer. What I would do, I don't really know because I can cook well, but I'm not really confident when it comes to cooking for 50 people every night or whatever's going on there. Um, I could volunteer weeding the garden. I could feed the chickens. I don't know. I would just want to, you could just stay there too. You don't have to volunteer, but I would love to get my hands in some stuff and just kind of connect with the people that I feel a connection with already. And I think that that's part of uh, the beauty of YouTube is that it's unlike watching television the way we used to, where you see like Friends, for example, the show where you, you have connection with certain characters, but they're characters. They're not real people. They're, you know, they're playing someone else. Um, the beauty of YouTube is, is the people that you're seeing, like what you're seeing me right now, I'm not playing a character. I mean, I might dress up like I am one, but um, if you were to meet me in real life, I'm the same person that I am on camera. And so that's the beauty of going to a place like Lalonde. There's no disappointments. Everybody is genuine. And, you know, it's just a real, the connection you feel with somebody on YouTube is more real than you think because they're genuinely being themselves you know whereas if you felt a connection with like ren from ren and stimpy well it's kind of it's not real <laughs> such a stupid example i used to love watching ren and stimpy with my dad and he has such a funny sense of humor that he would just laugh he's got a very specific laugh where there's a long wheeze before any cackle. 
it's like that. So he would see something funny and be like, <sighs> like a long wheeze before. He's got a very distinct laugh. Um, but just the ridiculousness of that show. And like in the same way SpongeBob has a lot of kind of naughty references that kids would not pick up on, but the adults do. It's like a, it's like a cartoon that's meant for all ages, right? Um, same thing with like The Simpsons, I think, and some others. But anyway, how did I get on Ren and Snippy? Oh, yeah. Relating to Ren. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's just super funny. But I would love... So you can go on the website and then book book yourself some time. I mean, it's very booked up. It's very popular. And she doesn't have like a crazy amount of, um, you know, subscribers. She's not like in the millions or whatever. But... Uh, it's going to get there one day. And I'm like, I need to sort of jump, jump on it now and book something and then just go. Just book it and go. I'll find a way there. I will make my way there, to be honest. And it almost makes me want to cry. I would love, like, Christmas time at Lalonde. Oh, my God. I'll tell you. I've been watching, um, for the last two years, I watched her advent she does like advent uh an advent video series in december where every day it's a new activity at the chateau a new project it's so lovely and during covid especially oh no now my video is going to be flagged is that the c word um <laughs> it just was such a something to look forward to in december when a lot of us couldn't see our families and we weren't going to be we it just I don't know. She doesn't, I, maybe she, I think she does know. I'm talking about Stephanie. She does realize the impact, but for those of us that maybe aren't super close and don't have a huge connection to other people, the fantasy of Lalonde is very real. And knowing that these people and these places exist is just such a light. It's just such a wonderful, wonderful thing. So Christmas time would be a real fun time to go there. Um, of course, I wouldn't want to leave my massive family behind. If I could bring them all with me, then that would be ultimate. But um, you never know what happens. But it's like just a fantasy, something fun to look forward to at some point in my life. And, you know, before the world and shit hits the fan again <laughs> with whatever situation, whether it be disease, war, uh, you name it, maybe sooner than later would be better. So we'll see. Okay, exciting thing. Now, I don't think that any of my family members are watching, but every year I treat my family to a very special trip. And it's something that I spend a lot of time planning far in advance. Recently, I found out that, uh, so I have everything booked. Normally we go for a, to a very specific restaurant every on the Saturday night that we're there. I phoned to make reservations reservations at this reservations at this restaurant. But they're booked up. And I'm calling months in advance. Okay? So I was like, what the hell am I going to do? This is what we all look forward to. Then I realized that there is a brand new restaurant that's a very retro 70s theme. And there's karaoke. I'd bang the table if it didn't make such terrible noise for you, but oh my God. So I have a private room booked. 
And listen, if you're one of my family members watching this, I'm sorry that you know the surprise. But <laughs> I'm just saying, it's going to be so much fun because you have to understand my family. So I grew up uh, with a very musical background. Uh, my sister and I, my brother, our mom, uh, my cousin's moms. So there are three girls and then my dad and my cousin's dad. We grew up musical, instruments. Um, some of us were, there, we had too much pressure on us to do lots of singing. We never wound up singing in front of people because it was like, well, your parents sing, do you? And then we're like, no. Um, but anyway, we do. <laughs> Karaoke is our time to shine where the closet singers, you know, the people that uh, can sing but don't want to in front of other people, karaoke pulls it out of them. So anyway, I, I just whenever, so I bought a karaoke machine a couple years ago, or sh I shouldn't say a couple years ago, but a year and a half ago. And I have whipped that thing out in the most random group of people. And you will not believe who comes out of the woodwork with song. And the beauty of karaoke is, is the vulnerability you really have a chance to connect with people when you put yourself in a position of vulnerability. It's really just a beautiful thing because you're the spotlight's on you. You are, it's your time to shine. <laughs> and sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, but it's appreciated by everyone. Like never, I feel, would you be booed at a karaoke joint when everyone is there to have fun. And that's why people go there. It's not like, a comedy club. Some people go there just to heckle and like, uh, but I just feel like karaoke is the ultimate way to have the best fun. And um, I know some of you may disagree with me. <laughs> some of you think it's totally cringe to sing karaoke, um, but it's still so fun. And, and there's so many classic songs that you don't even have to be serious about it. Like you can get like pull up some old Elton John or Beatles or whatever and just enjoy the music and have fun with it. But this whole situation with my upcoming trip with my family, it's going to be, they're going to die. They're going to be, it's so, it's going to be so fun. As long as the sound system is decent, because there's, there's nothing worse than going to, because uh, in Arizona, uh, my family and cousins and friends, we rented a karaoke room. It was great fun, but... The sound was pretty shitty. Like it wasn't, it never emphasized your, like you couldn't adjust the echo or what it was just like set, but the music was louder than the voices. And so, you know, it was still fun and it was great, but um, you need to be able to kind of like tweak and adjust, uh, which I'm hoping we can do, uh, but, or it might be perfect right from the beginning, like nothing needs to be changed. But anyway, well, everyone, <laughs> that is all I have up my sleeve. Another ramble podcast. Um, come September, I have some more structure and organization and planning that's going to happen where I'm not traveling and getting home late and, you know, winging things. Summertime is definitely a um, whirlwind. Uh, and a heat wave thrown into the mix just makes for kind of a sloppy little soup <laughs> this little sloppy soup podcast where i'm making uh cocktails named rotten kitty 
I can't decide if the reason why the cocktail tastes better as I sip is because I'm getting used to it, it's tasting better, or because I'm just getting a little more tipsy and I don't care. <laughs> I'm going in the pool anyway. And I'm gonna try out my little lounger. It's not little, by the way. Um, like this video if you enjoyed it. Please subscribe if you have not already. And um, let me know if you have any suggestions for cocktails. Uh, I do receive your emails with joke suggestions, cocktails, um, and everything else you send. Just thank you for all that. And uh, of course, there are a trillion different cocktails to mix. And sometimes I'm just like, I think that would go well with that. And sometimes I'm wrong. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun. Because if it was all like wonderful, great tasting cocktails, then yeah, it wouldn't be as fun. Sometimes you gotta have a little fail in the mix, you know? All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing weekend and I'll see you all in my next video. Bye.